Ah, hello. Thought I'd go live a minute early just to keep you all on your toes. And uh, aha, already three of you here. Good, good. Like the Trinity. Well done. Well, I was just going to do a random one and I thought, what's a topic that's always current that everybody loves? And I thought, why not one of my very favorite things? Guns. Yep. Just feel like talking about guns for a change. Um, hello, Chad. Oh, Chad, I meant to drop you an email. Um, I hope everything is uh, sorted out. The little emergency you had uh, um, that, that you mentioned in Social Galactic, and uh, I hope it's uh, working itself out. I uh, don't know that I can do very much from where I'm at, but uh, let me know how it goes. I, I hope uh, hope it goes well. Hello, Alpha 007, LS16, Ethan W. Good to see you too, sir. Michael Pecker. Hola, Senor Kirken. <laughs> Very good. Well, uh, as I was saying, 12, just like the apostles, we now have 12 of you. And Farmer Grady, one of my favorite human beings on earth. Still moving straw, probably will be next week as well. I am just a lazy warlord and I don't have a tractor. So I'm watching other people moving straw. But um, I feel superior because I have... Um, uh, what do you call those things? Fireflies. I have fireflies in my field because they're not cut. <laughs> they're just growing wild. <laughs> Good, Chad. I'm glad to hear that. That's that's awesome. And of course, I also hope that by working out, you also mean bring the fire to those people who deserve it in every aspect. Some lady in uh, Australia won $40,000 for um, having been asked or refused entry or something for not wearing a mask. I don't know where you are, but in Italy, it is uh, not a crime not to wear a mask. So I'm just saying what they've done there. High priestess telepathy on point. <laughs> I'd expect nothing less, nothing less from the high priestess, but telepathic connection. So guns. Go ahead and ask me all the questions you want. One of the, the favorite um, sort of true questions for the, the Dread Elk people, which have since, you know, they've, they've nuked the, the Facebook group and the, I, I don't know, it's, uh, it's they're, they're, I wouldn't say they're disbanded, but um, I'm not in touch with them as much. One of the trick questions whenever, very rare occasion when there was a new Dread Elk that was coming in would be like, right, Nine millimeter or forty-five ACP. <laughs> it is a trick question, I think. But uh, fireflies everywhere around the farm here last night. LS sixteen. I'm I'm curious as to where you are. I mean, I don't want you to tell everybody if you don't want to. But uh, I don't even know which country you're in. I'm assuming that you're in the states, but possibly you're somewhere in Germany. I don't know. <clears throat> Uh, Pew and Bear, pretty late as always. Yeah, it was um, 
the hypnosis thing seems to be really kicking off. I had another session with a very interesting young man. Um, of course, I'm going to tell you absolutely nothing about his case, but a very, very nice young man, and um, very glad I sort of got to know him a little bit, to be honest. Um, so yeah, there's I've had a few requests for hypnosis sessions. They seem to be going quite well. Uh, I've done a few now, so uh, getting back into that, I guess. And and it's fine, you know. I, I genuinely sort of remembered why I was doing this um, after tonight's conversation because um, it really is quite. There's nothing quite like like. You know, if you feel that you're being useful to somebody who who needs it, and uh, and you know that that you can help improve their life somehow, just set them. You know, and when I say it's not me helping, you know, it's you know. Soli Deus Gloria, right? Only God's glory. But um, it's such a nice feeling when uh, you can solve a problem for somebody that that has obviously been bugging them for a while, and um, it's just. It's nice. It's a nice sensation, and uh, I've, you know I'm charging reduced rates just because it's on Skype, and you know I can afford to, so it's why not. Um, so yeah, that that's been going quite well. But um, ah, Woolly Ram, is there any substance to the caliber debate, or is it just masturbation? Yes, <laughs> that's the correct answer. So yes, there is substance to it, and yes, a lot of it is just masturbation, mostly American masturbation. Um, I had an interesting couple of little interactions on the um, on Milo's Telegram, which I occasionally look into, and uh, God, Americans are such spoiled fat children; they just can't handle anything, uh, and and they talk such a lot of shit, like. I don't know, that, that country, you know, the, the, the more Catholic I become, the more I'm aware that America is the first and so far only, thank God, fully Freemasonic country, from inception, set up as a Freemasonic country. Um, you know, from, from the Civil War on, it's been a fully Freemasonic country. And the sewage that comes out of that place, it's just everywhere. <clears throat> Hello, Greeny Houdini. Hi from New Orleans. And again, I'm not blaming the individual Americans, although a lot of you are fat and stupid, but, um, you know, the ones that are here obviously are the cream of the crop. <laughs> so, don't take it personal, you know. I don't like the damn wops either, you know, the stupid posers that generally just irritate me, especially with their bureaucracy. But, you know, you get good sorts and bad sorts everywhere. Anyway, to get back to the important question, the caliber debate. Yes, there is. Now, there has been a study that has been done quite a while back. It's quite an old study now. It's probably 30 years old or more by the FBI or whatever. And they were um, essentially doing comparisons of um, actual shootouts and what was the caliber that was most responsible for one-shot stops. Obviously, there's a bunch of variables in there, but statistically speaking, they most... Um, shall we say, deadly round, or, or the, uh, the caliber, the pistol caliber, that is considered the uh, absolute best, is actually the 41 Magnum, which is quite a rare caliber, not a lot of people know about it, and the sample size is pretty small. 
very close to that, almost the same, is the 357 Magnum. Now, the 357 Magnum, I personally love. I think it's a great round. It's a perfect combination for me of um, big caliber without the huge kick. I'm a pretty big guy. I'm six foot two, whatever. And I've been shooting guns since I'm a little kid. So I'm comfortable with, with Magnum calibers. I'm comfortable with a 50 caliber. I'm comfortable with a 44 Magnum. But um, the 357 is sort of optimum for me in terms of uh, speed, accuracy, and stopping power. Now, I don't know, I don't actually know the situation in Italy. I think it's very, uh, you know, you probably can only use like normal sort of solid rounds um, at the range, something like that. I've got pretty strict rules here with guns, but, and I don't know exactly what they are. I haven't really looked into it that deeply at the, at the moment uh, as I've got a lot of other stuff to do but in South Africa you can buy whatever the hell you want and um, I used to carry core buns for work and I tested them um, a core bun going through a, a phone directory more than half the time the entry hole will be you know the standard sort of 357 round but the exit will take out a chunk about half half head size so it's uh, it's a good caliber. I personally I, I like it. But the important thing about a gun is that you should have the optimum thing. This is my opinion. I'm not giving you from firearms all my opinion unless I quote you some some statistical studies. The the study I told you about it's an FBI study it was done like about thirty years ago. Maybe it's been updated now. Uh, funnily enough, the late the last update I remember from memory the forty S and W wasn't that much better than a 9mm in terms of stopping power or whatever. Which, uh, but the 357 Magnum was. Now, here's my opinion about calibers. You should shoot the biggest, most powerful caliber that you're comfortable shooting well with. There's no point in you shooting a 357 Magnum if you flinch, if you can't accurately put you know, the, 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 the shot on target. You have to shoot the biggest caliber that works for you. And if that's a 22, because you're a small, thin-wristed woman that is scared of the bang, then that's a 22. Now, a 22 will kill you just as dead as a 50 caliber Desert Eagle if it hits you in the right spot. So, in my opinion, caliber is very important. It is important. But shot placement is a lot more important than everything else, because... It doesn't matter if you got a 454 castle. If you don't hit the target, it don't mean shit. Okay? He's not gonna die from the noise. So it's uh um, okay, I'm just too quickly scanning the, the chat. Um but uh, yeah, so caliber is important, but shot placement is even more important. You know, if, if you're going to have to... Yeah, uh, Greeny Houdini says, I like 22s. They're usually very accurate. Absolutely. I'm extremely accurate with a 22. Even as a kid, I think when I was like 9 or 10 years old, um, you know, my dad had put a comic book somewhere as, as a target. And he goes, well, okay, you can try and, you know, shoot at that. And I was like, yeah, but that's easy, dad. That's, that's near. 
And he goes, well, it's not that easy. You could try and shoot the head of the character that was on the thing. And I just like, okay. I just pat, 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 pat. I put like 10 shots in the, in the head of this drawing. And he was like, huh, you're pretty good. Um, and it was because, you know, I was a kid. I, it wasn't, I wasn't overthinking it. I was just like, well, I just line it up and boom, 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 boom. And, and the, the kick of it is like a nothing, you know, on a 22. I like 22s. Um, my dad's target pistol, the 22 that I, I shot with then, I was one of my favorite guns. And, um, you know, I'm absolutely certain that if I had to shoot in a self-defense situation with that 22, I don't care who you are. I'm going to, I'm not even going to bother trying to shoot you in the body. I will shoot you in the head. And I know that will hit you in the head with that gun. Now with my 357 Magnum, when I was working and I was practicing regularly, I could draw fire and hit a head sized object every time just under two seconds from drawing, firing and shooting at 50 meters. Now 50 meters with a four inch barrel 357 is a long shot. That's a difficult shot. But with that gun, I could do it. I don't know that I could do it now because it's been, you know, I lived in England for 15 years or something like that. There's no handguns there, so I haven't been practicing. I've, I've recently been to a shooting range to just check out how I'm doing and trying out a couple of guns. I tried the um, the PX4 Storm, the compact one. Didn't shoot particularly well with it. Um, and I don't think it was the gun. The gun was fairly accurate. Uh, you know, when I just put it like a, whatever, five meters, and I just thought, okay, it was... For me, the way I shoot, that each gun will shoot different. Like that particular gun was shooting a little bit um, high and to the left for me. But as long as I kept the point of aim the same, you know, I was doing okay groups, but nothing, nothing to write home about. They were pretty shitty groups, even, even close up. But you know, it was the rental. It's the one that everybody uses. I wasn't as impressed. It fits really well in the hand, the PX4 Storm, but I wasn't particularly impressed with the accuracy. But I'm going to try the CZ-75, which I know is a, is a pretty decent gun. Also in Italy, you've got, you don't have military 9mm, you've got 9 by 21 So it's 9 by 21 mil, so it doesn't fit in the military weapons. It's like some stupid old rule that like you shouldn't have military um, ammunition firearms for civilians. But So they make the 9mm 21 mils long, so it won't fit in the military one, because the standard 9mm is 9 by 19 mil. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, and Blob Jones says, 22 is so much fun, I was just shooting mine yesterday in my yard. Yeah, you know, that, that sort of thing is not legal in Italy, you know, if you shoot in your yard or whatever, you, you can have all your guns taken from you because it's a danger and blah, 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 all that shit. So, you know, Europe has got stricter laws on that sort of thing uh, than America has. Obviously, America is the, the land of the free in that respect. But then you probably get droned when they piss when you piss off the government. So instead of coming to arrest you and take your guns, they just drone your ass. So, but uh, yeah, and another gun that is very interesting to me, only as a result of seeing a film called uh, Flamen and Le Mans and uh, Citron, which is based on a true story of this uh, guy who was like assassinating Nazis in World War Two. Is a 7.65 caliber. With 7.65 is a very interesting caliber. It's also the caliber of the James Bond PPK, which, quite frankly, if I could get a hold of an original PPK, I 
yeah that would i would like that caliber it's um it's a nice caliber small gun you know it's it's a tiny compact little gun which by all accounts is quite accurate i've never actually shot one so i don't know but um it's a caliber i haven't shot i've shot just about every other caliber but i haven't shot the 765 and i haven't shot the 454 castle i think everything else in between pretty much i've shot and i haven't shot a 41 magnum but i've shot 44 magnums and whatever so so I'd say the 41 Magnum, the 454 Casual, and uh, and the 765. Um, but I'm interested in it. I'm curious about it. You know, also like 380s, same same sort of range. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like that little. You know those noir films where there's like somebody gets shot with like a 38. 25 caliber with like ivory handles but like a lady's gun you know it's i don't know why i just i quite like the, the little mystique about it and a gun that i really wanted to like but apparently it's quite crappy was the cop it was uh an acronym cop but but it was a four shot derringer with a 357 magnum with a huge heavy heavy trigger pull and all the reviews on it basically kicked its ass but um i like the idea of just having a four shot 357 magnum in a little compact pistol it's just like you know punch the guy when you shoot him i guess sort of thing um uh, let me just quickly to check the the comments if you've got any questions or whatever just shoot them at blob jones as an american i agree see that that's why you're on the stream Really, I thought it was the 357. I own a 357 Smith and Wesson. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but yeah, it is 357. The 41 Magnum was slightly better than the 357, but the sample size was was small. Um, I keep mine in top kitchen covered with six black talon hollow point. Yeah, the talons also also good. They were pulled off the shelves years ago. As far as gun, I grabbed. In the middle of the night either my xd9 with 16 rounds or 12 gauge yeah you know again if if you've got the choice and you hear a bump in the night uh i would go shotgun <laughs> you know maybe i'm still a little sleepy and maybe I don't, I don't get it exactly in the right spot but it's all right <laughs> you know if i'm shooting buckshot out of there it's it's okay you just need one of those there and it's gonna ruin your whole day um what about companies smith and wesson versus cz versus kimberley's etc it's hard to tell now because they're all so incestuously bought into each other uh smith and wesson used to make good guns ruger ruger still makes good guns i believe I trust Ruger, generally speaking. Um, Beretta, Beretta makes good guns. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm a bit partial because I'm Italian, but I, I've always hesitated a little bit with Berettas, but like target, Beretta, target pistols, Beretta target pistols are some of the best in the world. The 92F, I don't quite like the look of it, but it's a good gun by all accounts. Um, like I said, this PX4 Storm, I don't know if it was me or the gun. I, I really need to practice a bit more. But it felt really good. I mean, ergonomically, great. It's just like not even having it in the hand. It felt like air. It was, it was really great. 
um, you know, cult, I suppose. Um, I like the um, also the replica guns that, and I'm trying to remember the name. The replica guns that it's actually Italy makes a lot of them. They're like Navy Colt single action with octagonal barrels, that stuff. They're usually made by an Italian company, which I can't remember the name of right now. But I like their guns. Um, I like single action cowboy pistol type things as well. Um, CZ, by all accounts, made excellent handguns, the full metal ones, the metal. I'm not a fan of the polymer Glock. I hate Glocks. I can't stand them. And I'm not a fan of the like plasticky guns, really. You know, even this PX4 Storm was plastic. I prefer the full, heavier, all metal guns. Um, I like those. And. And Woody Ram says, anyone that's consistent, or do they all have good guns and other stinkers? Like I said, I think Ruger is pretty consistent. I'm not aware that Ruger has made some shitty guns. Um, there was a double stacked 45 that um, I think my dad had one at one point. I can't remember. But um, I don't particularly like them. They're quite fat handled, um, back heavy. I prefer my guns to be top heavy because I use that as a, as a way to um, to aim. One of the easiest guns for me to shoot is actually single action cowboy pistols or long barreled revolvers because I don't, I don't know, I just I feel the gun where it is and I can just shoot instinctively um, easier. So I prefer a front heavy uh, weapon and all the semi-autos of course um, I've got a lot of ammo in the in the in the back, which and also semi-autos, especially when the barrel is moving, they're never as accurate as uh, fixed barrel uh, weapons. Of course, there are some Americans out there that will disagree with me. You're talking about ancient times, you know. Uh, semi-auto pistols are now as accurate as revolvers. No, no, they're not. A well-made revolver with a fixed barrel or a well-made fixed barrel self-loading pistol, like the 50, 50 AE Desert Eagle, or most of the target Beretta pistol, because they're blowback. They're accurate. A gun where the barrel is moving while the bullet is traveling down the barrel is never, never, ever, ever going to match the accuracy of a well-made fixed barrel handgun. It just never. It can't. Okay, it's physics, it's not opinion, it's just how it is. And uh, Alpha 007 says, my favorite Glock 22. My brother also likes Glocks. Um, he shoots very accurately with them, apparently, according to him, but I, I hate them. I, I really don't like Glocks at all. Streaming quality is excellent. Thank you, Pierre and Bear. That's good to know because I've got my uh, super duper, you know, sacrificed small animals by my dark wizard of IT guy stuff going now. Mm. 
Alice 16 says, Woolly, beyond the bare minimum of design, quality, and function, other factors become a bigger priority. Every company has made something with problems at some point, generally. Yeah, that's just humans in general. Greeny Houdini says, I recently purchased the Paratrooper Edition 1911. Oh, is the Parat... You know, I, I've got to say, I like the look of the 1911, but if I could, you know, again, we're just blue skying here. The 1911 I like is the green ones that were issued to the army people in like the Second World War. You know, the, the actual, they're like three, four grand. I looked online once, like, well, how much would it cost to get like, they're, they're like $4,000 second hand or something. It's weird. You know, the, the basic military army ones. I like the 45. It's It's got a natural grip. It, it holds well in your hand. But um, the problem I have with with the standard 1911 i don't uh, disengage the safety you know the the 1911 has got two safeties they're like uh, one with your thumb and then the one that's on the grip the grip handle safety i shoot in a very loose my, my hands don't you know the, the grip and lock shooting is not really my style of instinctive shooting my style of instinctive shooting is is pretty loose quick it's very fast but it's not what they'll teach you in a gun range or whatever. And it's accurate. I've been to gun ranges, you know, with rifles the same, where the guy tells me, oh, you should shoot like this. And, you know, I listen because it's his range or whatever. And then after a while that I've shown him a good guy and I know what I'm doing and that, you know, I listen to the instructions and say, okay, now can I shoot the way that I normally shoot? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And then it's like, tut, tut, tut. and uh, I remember the last time I was in a range, it was in, um, it was in England, actually. The guy that has been shooting there for like 20 years is like he couldn't match what I was doing. You know, when I was when I was shooting quickly, when I was just going pam, 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 I was like just chewing out the center of the thing. And he goes, well, how do you learn to shoot like that? And I was like, it's just instinctive for me. I feel the gun. You know, I don't, I'm not necessarily even looking, you know, I'm not aiming as such and putting everything in the, in the right place. I'm, I can feel it. And it's the same as I shoot handguns. That's why, so the 45 holds really well, but the problem is I'm holding the gun to lose and often I don't disengage the safety. So if I were to own a 45, I'd, I'd have to make sure that the, the grip safety is just, you know, done away with, like disengage that you, you can fix it so it doesn't, doesn't uh, work anymore, basically. But... Um, Woody Ram says that he jinxed the uh, the stream. I guess it's stuttering now or something. Greeny Houdini says our state just signed the concealed carry no permit law. Awesome, that's great. I can't tell your picture, Greeny Houdini. It looks like a smoking nun. <laughs> okay. And Pew and Bear, you jinxed it again. So apparently, a chance says the same thing. Yes, noticed. Don't tell me the stream is good. Just let me know if it's not good, and then, then hopefully that will work. Most laws aren't allowing the same laws as my state. Uh, I can't remember if that's. I read about that recently, but I'm terrible for for remembering. Nay, I don't know if it was Florida that did that or whichever state. But yeah, that's the probably probably the only thing I envy America for is their gun. Um, you know, is, is the fact that guns are readily available and in most states pretty easy to um, to play around with. You know, you can just 
got your own field, your own properties, you can shoot quite nicely in it or whatever. Uh, Brano says the difference is for now we don't need guns in Italy as much as in the US. I'm not sure what you're talking about. I mean there's need, there's want, there's like. You know, you could say I don't need to drink water, but I like it, <laughs> you know. And I'm not sure what you mean by need, you know. It's not necessarily a need, it's more of a want. I just want to have 50 caliber sniper weapons and fully auto stuff and you know, whatever. I like guns, I like shooting them, it's fun. Flop Jones, I just bought a Canic 9mm, holds 20 rounds, has fiber optic sides, etc. etc. for $630 out the door. It has plates so you can put a red dot on it too. Yeah, I mean, you can get some really decent guns for under a grand. Um, definitely nice guns. I think the PX4 Storm, I looked at it, I looked at the price on it before I went to shoot, and I think in Europe that goes for about a thousand euro or so. Green Udini says, we need our weapons in America. Our government left us for dead. They use this for their personal agendas, the people are done. Yeah, um, I, I think every government is the same. They're all corrupt, evil fucks. So I think everybody needs a, needs guns. In a, in a sane society, why wouldn't you have guns? Chad BH says, I just bought a Ruger PC-9 carabine, but haven't gotten to shoot it yet. Um, PC-9, is that the, oh, what's, precision rifle, the Ruger precision rifle. They're apparently really good. Um, I'm looking at the, one of those as well to see, you know, I, I like shooting, uh, long range shooting, whatever. I've got um, a 300 wind mag in, in Africa that's very accurate, very frighteningly accurate that that rifle will do half a minute arc at a, at a kilometer, no problem. Whether I do it or not, it's a different story, but um, the rifle definitely is awesome. And, and that's what I mean. At 250 meters with that rifle, I was doing better groupings than I did with the PX4 Storm at like five meters. You know, it's just something wasn't right with that gun or, or me. I don't, I don't know. I think it's... I don't think the gun per se had anything particularly wrong with it, but I just think that gun didn't fit me as much as I would have hoped. I, I really like the way it feels, but wasn't wasn't accurate for me. Uh, Ethan W says, Angie, the fireflies were great. I'm spending the summer out on the family farm. Ooh. An hour outside of the Twin Cities. Oh, I've been there. I, I didn't know you even had fireflies up there, or animals, or skies that are not gray and laden. Springtime is great for target practice on the tree rats. <laughs> okay. Yeah, shotgun is best. I need to get lights for my pistol and shotgun. I have a $300 light on my AR-15. See, I don't get that. I don't know why anyone would ever put a light on, on a handgun or on a shotgun or whatever. 
I mean, I don't know, maybe for hunting at night or something, I don't know. But honestly, if somebody's broken into my house late at night and I'm supposed to hunt them down with a weapon, the last fucking thing I'm going to do is switch on a light or put one on with my gun so that you can see exactly where I am. I know my house. He doesn't. And even if he does, I still know my house better than him. <laughs> and I know who's where in my house. Why would I put a light on? All I have to do is wait for him to silhouette the area. And, you know, and not be, I'm not a complete dick. So I wouldn't be shooting my own wife or kids or anything like that. But if there's some random stranger who broke in my house with evil intent, I'm not switching on any lights. The first light and the last light you'll see is the flash of the gun going off. That's it. Dilo is excited by something. Wow, I don't know what that's about. But Pew and Bear says, I don't want to jinx this either, but I've noticed pleasant lack of gamma in chat. Well, that's because I banned them on sight without any hesitation as soon as they step out of line. Miss Scorpio, of course, is the head gamma, and he occasionally pops in, but he behaves, so he's fine. Willie Ram says, I shot some pistols when getting security clearance. The Jericho was utter trash, danced in the hand like a chihuahua on cocaine. <laughs> I wondered about that. Um, I've never shot a Jericho, but I have shot a, um, a Desert Eagle, a 50 caliber, and that thing, for me, that was act actually shot in the same hole. I think it was at seven meters or so, but, you know, I hit the target where I wanted to hit it exactly. And the second shot went exactly through the same hole. It just like tiny little bit of a, of a, of a print on it. Farmer Grady says, I carry eight rounds of 7.65 by 17 in a Caltech, the ultimate in minimally viable, high capacity, low weight compromise gun. You see, practical man farmer um and yeah you know that a 765 smack in your face will definitely spoil your day you know so nothing wrong with that the cz was much better heavy and solid it absorbed most of the recoil with its own weight exactly you know people are, you know, and again i blame the fat americans oh you know carrying a 357 Magnum all day will put your hip out. That's bullshit. I carried a 357 Magnum for years. I don't have any hip problems. It's fucking nonsense. And I like the weight of a heavy gun. You know, it, it, it absorbs the recoil. It's, it's quicker to... I don't know. And Green Houdini says the 1911 do look sophisticated. There is something almost noble about the 1911. Um, it's, uh, it's a nice looking weapon, I, I've got to admit that. I don't particularly shoot well with them because of the, uh, you know, uh, safety, grip safety issue, but I like them. I, they're, I don't know, they just feel good. I don't particularly like the 45 ACP, <laughs> I uh, had some pretty hair-raising stories about the 45 ACP. A guy in South Africa um, was a bouncer, and he. It was after the club was closing or a bit closed, and this black dude, I don't 
it doesn't matter that he was black. I'm just saying because it, it was a black guy. I don't know his name or whatever. This black guy came in with a, a, a revolver and just started shooting at the bouncer. I don't know why. The bouncer doesn't know why because he said he'd never fucking seen this guy before. Maybe mistook him for one of the other bouncers that had like beaten him up the week before or whoever. I don't know. But anyway, he said this guy's shot was like hitting the wall next to him. He drew his 45, got one shot off, and then the guy was on top of him. And on top of him so that the, you know, the body of the guy pushed the slide back so he can't fire again. Now, this guy's a bouncer in South Africa. Let, let me just explain something. A bouncer in South Africa is equivalent to about five bouncers anywhere in Europe, if not ten. Because the bouncers in South Africa, they don't fuck about. They, they deal with some really rough stuff. And they are rough and often quite evil fuckers themselves. Anyway, so he knows how to fight. And he grabs this guy and he says, I don't know what this guy was on, but it was I was fighting for my life. And I was like punching me in the face, putting him in a grip. Eventually, I managed to like hold him down enough that other guys came and they gripped him. They pulled him away. He died on the way to the hospital. The one shot that he got off hit him right in the chest, straight through the lung. And the guy eventually bled out on the way to, to hospital, but he wasn't even slowed down by it. And another uh, experience that I, I know uh, from firsthand, I'm, I'm not going to say who, what, whatever, Let just trust me that it's not a story of a friend of a friend, of, you know, uh, two shots over 45, both hit the target that was moving, it was a guy a robber, you know, running, walking, got hit twice, got away, ran off into the car and got away. Uh, it's unclear whether he bled out and died later, or got to a hospital, disappeared. Um, then the police weren't too concerned either way because of who the guy was. But yeah. So despite the, you know, mythology of one shot killed with a 45 and, you know, what's that uh, American military guy who killed seven Germans with seven shots from his 45. And I'm not saying that that didn't happen. I don't know. But the reason that I like the 357 Magnum and the reason that it's so efficient that one shot stops is because of the speed. See, the 45 is a nice big slug, but it's slow. It's only got a little bit of powder. I reckon, you know, my dad is of the opinion that if you've got a thick jacket on and a fat wallet in your pocket and a 45 hits it, it won't even get through to you, you know, or it might just penetrate a bit of skin or something. Now, that's not going to happen with the 357 Magnum. And also, the 357 Magnum is going to give you enough of a shock to the system there's going to be you know they could there are bullets called hydroshocks specifically for that and they do work because i've tested them they create a temporary cavity so when the bullet hits you the, the the speed of it creates a temporary cavity that's about the size of a baseball at least and that fucks up your internal organs shocks your nervous system and that's what fucks you up you know the bullet hole of a 45 ultimately it's like you get poked with a big stick. Yeah, in the right place, it'll stop you dead. But in the wrong place, you can carry on going. And if you're on drugs or something, you know, the sure way to really stop somebody, if you you, you have to hit their brainstem like dead and then they drop, you know, finished. But, you know, to do a shot like that from the front, 
with a handgun, you have to have a handgun that is able to penetrate your whole fucking skull because, you know, you have to hit him here to get the brainstem there. And it has to go through everything and get there. So 22 isn't going to really do it. And 9 millimeter might do it, but might deflect off something. A 357, a 44 Magnum, a 50 caliber, that will go punch straight through and get there. So caliber, speed, the, the, the speed of the bullet is important. You know, so that makes a difference. And Greeny Utini says, yes, it is a smoking gun. Dances with Douglas reckons I know my stuff. Well, yeah, I've, I did work with a handgun for a long time. So. <laughs> and Greeny Utini says, yes, you're very knowledgeable about farms, and I'm glad to have found it, to found your channel. Uh, Oh, yeah, lol, your normal person doesn't understand how easy it is to drop 20k on one weapon. Yeah, they have no idea. And I've done, okay, it was, was it Rands? But yeah, I've, I've dropped 30k on that rifle in, uh, that I've got in Africa. That's, <laughs> and you know, I could easily drop 30 grand in, in Europe or in the, in the States. I, I would. I don't know, I'd have to have a really good job because I would be dropping hundreds of thousands of bucks. If I could order all the handguns and rifles that I want, oh, it would probably be a couple of million before I'm just, you know, satisfied my slight hunger. Yeah, um, you, can, you can easily spend 20 grand on a rifle without batting an eye. Uh, Brenda says, I mean that in certain places in the U.S. you actually should conceal carry for your own safety. It's quite dangerous there. I don't feel the need as much in Italy. But yeah, I agree. Guns are fun. Now, okay, l let me explain something. I absolutely believe that if you, whichever country, you know, whatever, and it's th that law is the same in, in Italy as it is in South Africa, by the way. Um, you know, in Italy, to have a concealed carry permit you you need to have a very good reason uh, very few people get them but um the rule is your gun must be absolutely concealed in fact somebody being able to see that you're carrying a gun is reason enough for you to potentially lose the permit and i agree with that you know the the, the dumbass americans that go like i can just carry my gun out and you know I, I can have my handgun strapped to my side to me, that's just idiotic. To me, that's literally advertising that you want somebody to take your gun and shoot you with it. And if you're thinking, I have situational awareness. No, no, you fucking don't. Because 99.9999 periodical, chances are that even if you're a trained cop, SWAT team member, or whatever the fuck, and you're open carrying, and I, me, lose my mind or whatever, I don't know, some, some weird... Ability-wise, I decide I want to take your gun. I'm going to take your gun. And the chances of you being able to stop me from taking your gun are almost nil. Unless you're a super trained fucking Spetsnaz guy in his prime. And there's not a lot of those guys around. And they don't open carry. Because somebody that knows at all what they're doing will pretty much never open carry. You know, the, the only way that open carry is like, you know, whatever. Yeah, sure. If I've got my huge ranch in Argentina, 
in the Pampas, you know, or or whatever on my ranch in Texas, fine, I'll have my cowboy pistol by my side because I can see anything coming at me from 10 kilometers away. And even then, it would be on my ranch. I wouldn't go to, you know, the mall with like that. I wouldn't go to the corner shop like that. It's just stupid. Uh, so I, I absolutely believe you should conceal carry. You know, if if you're if you have a, a carry permit, you should in any always conceal carry. I don't I don't see any reason why you shouldn't. Uh, LS sixteen lights because you can't shoot what you can't see, and at one k lumen plus they won't be seeing anything anytime soon. No, dude, that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. Now let's switch it. Let's say I'm the evil dude and I'm coming into your house and I don't know your layout. I make a noise. You come out with your gun and your light on. Guess what? I know where the fuck you are before you come around the corner. I know where you are before you come down the stairs. All I gotta do is wait where you for you to just pop out, not even you, just pop out the, the thing with the light on it. And I'm going to drill, if not you directly, I'm going to drill the thing with a light on it. And I won't miss that. Because it's silhouetted. It's perfect, easy shot. No, I will never switch on a light if I hear a bump in the night. Like I said, the first and only light that they will see is the flash. In that microsecond before their head turns into a pink cloud. People are, uh, Greeny Odini says, people are crazy here. They're all brainwashed and fucked by American culture, which they've learned from the television, etc. They're ignorant and lots of psychosis and prescriptions. Greeny Houdini, I'm starting to like you. Smoking none or not. Absolutely correct. Um, people have no idea of how brainwashed they are by TV. And I don't know, it's like Americans are weird, man. They've just been watching so many films that they think, oh yeah, I, I can I can shoot a basketball from half through the court and, and get it into the basket. And yeah, of course, I, I can shoot 10 shots out of a six-hand shot revolver and I, I can reload on the run. And Listen, I, I've, I've seen people like fuck up on anything, you know, like, like getting charged by an animal and they're like just keep reloading without pulling the trigger and I just throw the ammo out, you know, just because they're getting charged by a wildebeest or some shit or a buffalo or something. And I've seen people just freeze in panic. I've seen people fucking with, with guns that they're supposed to be security expert and they bring a rifle that it's completely out. They, they don't even know where the fuck they're shooting. And then I took the rifle and I said, listen, I, let me just see. And I thought, no, your fucking rifle is fucked. And then I look at it and it's all loose and the battery is loose. People are dumb. Remember, most people are idiots. It's, it's not an internet meme. It's a fact. 95% of everybody is a complete fucking moron. So, yeah. <laughs> Greeny Houdini says, I can go on. <laughs> oh, please do. 
And Alice 16 says, also coyotes get 69k candela to the eyeballs. But like I said, if you're hunting, maybe. But I think, again, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fair guy. I don't like hunting with a, too many advantages. I think, I, I don't know in the States. I mean, uh, in a lot of places, it's illegal to hunt at night or whatever. But again, let's say Africa with us basically no rules. If I'm hunting at night again, I'm not using a light. Uh, on my on my rifle in Africa, I've got a starlight scope, and you look through that thing, in pretty much pitch dark. And as long as you got some stars out, you can see through it, and you can see the reticle on it. Um, it's a nice scope. You know, if you're gonna hunt something, hunt. It's the whole point of being a hunter. You know, I'm a hunter. I'm not a shooter. You know, I've, I've gone hunting with people that like drive through the truck and they shoot everything from the car. And that's not a hunter. That's a shooter. Hunting means hunting. It means you track the thing down. It means you walk for twelve hours if you have to. It means you carry your own water. You carry your own rifle. You carry your own ammo. You sit in a fucking place hiding, waiting for hours and hours on end without moving, without making noise. That's hunting. I like hunting. Shooting is shooting. You know, I can shoot at a target at the range, you know. You have a cultic sub 200. She's fun and light. I can fit her in a purse. The 2000, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I don't remember now. I think the Caltech is supposedly a really shitty gun. I don't know if it is or isn't, or maybe I'm thinking of the wrong one. So is Greeny Houdini fitted in a purse? I'm, I'm just intrigued by the smoking nun, and it looks like you, you might be a, a lady instead of a guy. That's, uh, that's even more impressive if you are, because you kind of know your guns. Willie Ram says, do the rules for choosing a handgun apply to choosing a long gun? No. Um, they're completely different weapons for different purposes. So a handgun is a close-range weapon. You know, like I said, I was practicing a lot um, when I was working with a gun. But you would normally not do a 50-meter shot with a handgun unless it's some super weird emergency. Just... Um, I believe the, st the statistic is that most handgun fights happen at less than two and a half meters distance. That's roughly about, it's, it's under 10 feet. It's about eight, seven, eight feet, something like that for you Yankees. Um, you know, honestly, at that distance, <laughs> the Russian guys I trained with, they're saying, it gun is, is dangerous from about one and a half meter to three meters, two and a half meters. That's a dangerous space for handgun because beyond three meters you will not hit me and closer than one and a half meters I would take gun. And the people that said that um, are absolutely people who can actually do that. And I'm no word of a fucking joke. I would not... I'd be worried. You know, and, and that's how I... That's how I met the Sistema guys. When I first met the first one, I was scared. 
when I first met the first guy, and I didn't know a damn thing about him, I didn't know Sistema existed, I didn't know shit. I was just working as a bodyguard, but I have a, my, my job was to be the, the, the guy that stays behind, and I had a really good sixth sense about this stuff, you know, saved my team and my own ass many multiple times for having just an instinct about stuff. And I saw this guy sitting in a car, and I said, just walk away with the guy that brought him. I said, just walk with me, you know, I'd walk away from the car, I want to talk to you. I said to him, I don't know who that fucking guy is, but I don't want him to know my name, I don't want him to know where I live, I don't want him to know a fucking thing. Like I said, but what? He's working with us. He's on our side. I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. I don't care. That's the rule. You want me to fucking have anything to do with the, any job where that guy is, I don't want him to know shit. Because, but why, man? Why, Joe? What's wrong with you? Like, listen, I don't know why. All I'm telling you is that I got a feeling just by looking at that guy that if he was naked, handcuffs behind his back, in the corner of a room, and I'm pointing my loaded 357 at him, I'd be worried. And I don't know why I have that feeling, but I trust that feeling. And I found out later why I had that feeling. Because this Sistema guys, and look at science fiction, I don't expect any of you to believe it. I expect all of you to think I'm just talking out of my ass. But you know what? Go to Canada and go train with Vladimir Vasiliev. Just go there and, and, and try, get a paint gun and ask him if you can try and shoot him. Good luck. Good luck to you. Those guys train with first tennis balls, then golf balls, then paint guns. Then real guns with wax bullets, and those things fucking sting. And let me tell you, the only way you can shoot a Sistema guy, if I had to shoot a Sistema guy, I'm not going to try and aim. In fact, because I've done Sistema myself, if I had to shoot a human that's moving around, I'm not going to, I'm going to be doing it instinctively like, like I have done, and I used to train like that anyways. There are elements of Sistema that I had before I knew anything about Sistema because of a lot of martial arts that I did and, you know, hunting, a lot of shooting that I've done. But the only way to hit a Sistema guy is you have to kind of ignore your eyes. You have to kind of feel where it's going to be and you just do, 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 and you shoot there and you get him that way. Because if you try and aim, that's the surest way that you, you will miss because the way they move is just like where you've shot, he's already moved away from there. And where you think he's going to go next, and you shoot there, and he's out. And look, I've, I've seen these guys, I've trained with them. They're freaks of nature, okay? You're not going to get guys like that, like, randomly in the street. But if you have to meet a guy like that, and you have to shoot a guy like that, yeah, that's not, you know, because I'm saying if it wasn't a guy like that, a normal guy at two and a half meters, if I can't hit you at two and a half meters with a handgun, it doesn't matter which shitty handgun, there's something wrong with me, all right? Not to, it doesn't, I don't care. At two and a half meters, I don't care what you're doing. I am going to fill you full of holes unless you're one of these freaks of nature. So a handgun is designed for that short sort of range. A long gun, again, depends which long gun, but what are you talking about? You're really talking about rifles? shotguns. A shotgun is a medium range weapon <clears throat> and by medium range I mean under 20 meters really because a handgun is like 5 meters, 10 meters. Yes you can kill a guy at 100 meters with a handgun but you know for what it's used for that when you're actually going to use it it'll be under 10 meters with a handgun and 10 meters is far for a handgun. Shotgun 20 meters. You know, again, you can hit a guy with a brennick, a slug, 100 meters and kill him. But, you know, 100 meters pellets, if you're shooting, like, say, a number four, number five, it might blind a guy, maybe, but it won't penetrate a jacket. 
So shotgun is again 20 mm, it's a close quarter weapon. So you're looking at rifles. So rifles, what are you looking at? If you're looking at semi-automatic rifles or fully automatic rifles, like you know, submachine guns, uh, assault rifles, that sort of thing, like war weapons, let's say. What is a war weapon? A war weapon is, is a submachine gun, like let's say an M16 or a, whatever, any, any one of those that you can shoot single action, three shots, or fully auto. Those are like area weapons. Essentially, you're covering, you're just spraying a bunch of bullets downrange and hoping some of them hit the enemy. <coughs> they can be quite accurate, you know, to three, four, five hundred meters, but they're not really meant for long range shooting. So that's, you know, I would say handgun, close quarters, shotgun, slightly closer, you know, slightly longer quarters, but still close quarters, fully auto, semi auto type weapons, medium range. And then this rifles, that's long range, sniper rifles and so on. And then again, you're looking at calibers because, you know, like a, a lot of people say, oh, the sniper rifle is a 308. I don't agree. I don't think a 308 is a sniper round. <clears throat> I think a 338 Lapua is a sniper round. I think a 300 Win Mag, like what I've got, is, is a sniper round. And a 300 Win Mag is what I'd call a civilian sniper round. 338 Lapua. I would say that is more of a military sniper round, and they're very expensive, difficult to get. Um, but again, you know, I'm not going to war with anybody, so I'm happy with the 300 Win Mag. But if I knew definitely I had to be a sniper in a proper war situation, and I had to pick my own gun, I would, I'm almost certain I would pick a 338 Lapua. I would pick that as my choice of rifle because it's bigger than a 300 it's got more powder it goes flat the trajectory it's goes further <clears throat> i would also think about a 50 caliber but the thing with the 50 when i'm talking sniper again i'm thinking hunter right i'm not thinking position with a sniper on it that's protecting a whole area then you want a 50 caliber fine you know if, if i'm supposed to be on a post that's supposed to make sure nobody walks in that area 50 caliber great but if i'm actually hunting other people or or protecting or you know i'm going after the enemy somehow as a sniper then yeah 338 lapo is what i'd pick um as a normal civilian that gets thrown into the shit it's the fan situation i would probably have a 300 win mag i wouldn't bother with the 308 308 is a shitty round. Yes, it's been they've made so much ammo that they've got all the ballistics on it, so everybody knows the curve. And but you know, I don't want to shoot fucking two feet higher than the guy to hit him at like 800 meters. Fuck that. I, I want to hit him with a with a 300 wind mag where I just shoot. You know about that. I can position hold. I don't have to click. I don't have to figure it out. I can use the mill dots and I can just position hold. And boom. Load, boom, load, boom, and I can just go, 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 go. And a 300 wind mag allows me to do that. Plus, 300 wind mag, at one kilometer, you get hit by a 300 wind mag, it's the same as if I shoot you point blank with a 44 magnum. It's got the same sort of impact. So, and 300 wind mag, you can get match ammo pretty easily in so-called first world countries. So, and it's fun to shoot. You can shoot at a kilometer. You know, you can you can do long range shooting with it. So yeah, I hope that answers your question, um, Wooly Ram. But if not, just give me a little bit um, 
Dancers with Logos says, did he hold it sideways? I'm not sure which story you're talking about, but yeah, that thing, fuck, uh, the, one of the guys I used to work with, when when it came out in films, you know, in the mid-90s or whatever, that like gangsters, eh, they're all holding the gun sideways. And he's like, you know, it's better for your, some, it was a Jewish guy, he was like, no, it's better for your arm, I was like, just stop talking shit, you know. I'd shot more guns than this guy's had hot meals, and he's like, no, no, it's, you know, because your arm, I know it just looks like a gangster thing, but actually there is a physical, I'm like, don't fucking talk shit. Like, no, but I'm like, listen, what is your aim of shooting sideways, huh? So that you can fucking have the round that comes out of it, you know, the, 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 the spent cartridge can hit you directly in the fucking forehead, you idiot. You know, if you're shooting a gun sideways, it's ejecting into your face, you know. And and plus, how are you aiming? Are oh, you closing this? And it's, it's it's bullshit. It's complete nonsense. Fucking stupid. And Brenna says, I enjoy tactical flashlight. They're blinding at full power and can do damage. It's used for melee. They're a good self-defense gadget and useful as a flashlight anyhow. Okay, Brennis, you're wrong. Just dead wrong. And I hope you never get a home invasion because uh, you're going to be fucking telling everybody exactly where you are and where you're standing and how to shoot you. Oh, yeah. Michael Pecker, there's a reason why the military uses night vision. Exactly. You don't want to fucking tell everybody where you are. And by the way, that's why my scope is a starlight scope. <laughs> the one I've got in Africa. Because you can get active scopes that have got like infrared thing and they illuminate your reticle. And guess what? That shit gets picked up by the good night vision. So, Wolfram says, so what I'm understanding is this, any weapon that would be useful in a zombie apocalypse is a good candidate for one-shot stops. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, in zombie apocalypse, you know, you could have an ice pick, they're slow zombies. But yeah, basically, yes. You, you know, look, any weapon is good for a one-shot stop if you hit him in the right place. You know, I trained for years like a you know, the so-called double tap or whatever. And uh, there's different theories on it and what have you. But, and like I said, I'm a little bit out of practice now. So I need to, I need to up my game. If I, you know, I, I need to go to the range and see which gun I want to get and whatever. I'm, I'm just in the early stages of that. So nothing quick or anything. But in terms of self-defense stuff, you know, it would be, my way that I trained or whatever is I don't shoot the first shot at your chest. I'm not going for center mass unless, I don't know, wake up in the middle of the night, half blind. and But then, I don't know, just since I'm a kid, I've, I've never, one of the cardinal things is you never shoot something unless you're sure what the hell you're shooting at. Um, so... The idea of just randomly shooting, I, I don't know, okay, let's say, hypothetical, okay, huge home invasion by, I don't know, a bunch of thugs, I know where my kids are because they're now all in the bedroom, there's been a shootout already, I know the people inside the house are trying to kill us, I've shot a few of them, I got hit, scraped by the head, so my eyesight is like screwed up, 
and uh, I just see one of them quickly moving, fine. Then I'm going for center mass. But if it's like, oh, evil guy with a gun trying to draw on me, boom, my first shot is in your face. <laughs> and probably my second too, and maybe the third one is center mass, just to make sure, but, you know, it's not. I think if you train properly, plus, you know, people can have vests and all sorts of shit up. My first shot, if it's uh, if I have got any chance to shoot, I'll I'll shoot in your head. So, David Perkins, ah, a gun stream, nice. <laughs> Dances says, yeah, this is obvious to anyone who's been in real combat. I'm not sure what that refers to because I'm a little bit behind on the on the chat here. I'll try and catch up. Most American, uh, Greeny Houdini says, most Americans have no moral compass, no real heritage culture. They keep alive, and where I'm from, our French dialect is becoming extinct. The millennials have no interest in keeping traditions. The millennials are basically parasites. They're, they're some kind of grub that doesn't even have the, the usefulness of being used for fishing. Oh, yes, you did say New Orleans. I, I've never been to New Orleans, but it's... Um, I, um, it's it's a place I wouldn't mind visiting. I uh, an ex Russian girlfriend of mine uh, lives there, I think. But that aside, um, I think it was New Orleans, wasn't it? There was a TV show. They only did like two series. It was brilliant. I loved it. It was called Kville, and it was like after the Katrina uh, typhoon or whatever. Um, this guy becomes a cop because, but he was actually in jail. But nobody knows because all his paperwork got lost in the in the cyclone. So he was actually a criminal, and then he becomes a cop, and he's actually a really good cop, which, which I found awesome because that is often the case. You know, like guys that are good criminals can actually be like heroic people if you give them the opportunity to be in the right sort of way. You know, and. Um, Yes, Green Udini says, and it's truly terrifying. It is, yeah. Zombies are real. Absolutely, zombies are real. But it's worse. It's worse than a zombie apocalypse. I wish there were zombies. Because then you could just shoot them. You know? But you shoot them now. They want to put you in jail. They say that you're psychotic. You're antisocial. <laughs> you know? You can't just blow them away. They're, they're telling us, oh, they're people just like you. No, they're fucking not. They're retarded. And they're just stumbling around. So I, I know your feeling. It, it, it hurts. I know. Alice 16 says, we don't hunt the coyotes for fun. It's pest control. And you don't leave the light on. Yeah, I get it. I don't know how many coyotes you have where you are. But um, I would just do it for practice anyways. And Greeny Houdini says, yes, I'm female. My father is a retired Marine. I guess that's why I got into farms and gun all smells good. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Very good. Yes, um, I, uh, I plan to train all my, all my uh, daughters to uh, draw, fire, shoot, and reload on the run. <laughs> yeah. Dances is a retired Marine. Never heard that one before. Very good. My dad was drafted at 17 to go to Vietnam. He didn't come back the same, and I don't blame his career in the Marines. He was young, but he has demons. He served over 20 years. 
over 30 years. Should I use the term fake for you? The government just uses us to fight their personal agendas, all evil. Yes, absolutely. Um, that's why I personally, I mean, I was living out of the country, so I could do it, but I absolutely dodged military service. The idea, I'm not scared of getting in a fight. I'm not scared of getting in a firefight. I'm not scared of fighting in trench warfare, if that's what I have to do. But I sure as shit don't want to do it for some fucking politician. If I have to do that shit for myself, for my family, for my friends, fine. I'm not going to do it because some fat fuck sitting in a big chair decides that, hey, well, it doesn't matter how many people die. No. It would be zero wars fought if the guys who, like, start that shit have to be right there in the front line with a big fucking red hat saying, I'm the guy that started it. Guess what? There'll be no wars at all. Man Hugo says, speaking of American imperial units of measurement, do you think the implementation of the metric system is a plot to remove just one more piece of European culture from global society? No, I think it's a, a way to simplify things. And um, it's just easier to use the metric system. That said, the imperial system, which you will know if you've read my book, The Face on Mars, Damn it, I should have one of my books here just so I can self-promote every time. But if you read the, the Face on Mars, I explain in there how the imperial units of measurement are actually derived from the actual um, dimensions of our planet, which is very interesting if you think about their origins and how long ago these come from and how the hell did they know exactly the dimensions of our planet to be able to use such measurements. So in a sense, the imperial measurements are more uh, holistic. The metric measurements are just simply easier to use because it's based 10, 10 fingers, 10 toes. And, you know, we're rapidly approaching the time where people will not be able to count to 20 unless they remove their socks. So um, I was brought up with a metric system. So that's what works for me easier. And it's easier for me to calculate stuff. I can do the switch, you know, to pounds or whatever. The, the thing I generally don't do very well is the stones. But pounds and kilograms, it's fine. Yards, inches, whatever, it's all fine. But um, metric system for me is just simpler and easier. Um, although, like I said, technically, the imperial system is, I don't know how to say, more natural. And when I say natural, it feels wrong for me to say that because for me, it's not natural, but it is more related to our actual shape of our planet and, and so on. Man, huge at the school systems here have stopped teaching cursive handwriting. So the next to come aren't able to read the Declaration of Independence. Exactly. It's wow. Yeah, that is frightening. And I mean, you know, my handwriting was always pretty crap, but I remember my, my grandfather's letters, which I, I wish I still had one or two, and I, I, one in particular, the last one he sent to me before uh, he passed. It's the most awesome letter, and of course, my fucking mother threw it out. But anyway, and that man had the neatest, coolest handwriting. I mean, it would take me, I don't know, 10 years of practice to even get to that level of beauty of of um, 
it was really a work of art, his writing, and uh, people just don't do it anymore because it's all like, oh, I, I got the iPad, now I can just push the button. But um, I think I'm going to eventually hide the iPads and just teach my kids that you've got a stick, and if you're good, you might get a pen. And uh, hopefully that will, uh, will help them. David Perkins, 308 is a thousand yard cartridge, 338 is overkill. No, David, you don't know a fucking thing. Shut up. Almost anybody can shoot a thousand yards now if they've got half a brain and they use decent ammo. 338 is not overkill. And again, if you look at the beginning of the stream, you'll understand. Oh, one thing I didn't maybe tell you before, but I thought it was obvious, but perhaps it's not, especially to British people don't know anything about guns you want the biggest caliber you can shoot when you're shooting something alive that you want to kill because again the bigger the ammo it is the bigger the bullet it is the more of a hydroshock the more of a shock to the whole system you know if, if you get hit by a 22 long rifle here in the shoulder you can literally just shake it off and punch the guy who shot you with the rifle, with the 22 long rifle, in the face with that same arm that you got hit in. If you get hit here by a 50 caliber from a Browning, you know, like a, a sniper caliber, 50 caliber rifle, you've got your shoulder gone and your neck's probably out of joint and you probably died just from the impact that it shook your heart to. See the difference? And again, I know this from experience. When I was 13, we shot my first buffalo. And I shot it exactly right. You know, I could just see the tip of the horn. It was behind a bush. And it was quick, instinctive. Boom. Shot it straight past the shoulder. When we eventually opened it up, it had gone through both lungs, cut the aorta just under the heart. That, that buffalo was dead. Okay? But did it die? No. It stood up and started to run, and my dad shot it, which unfortunately his rifle was here, so I'm half deaf in my ear now because you know he went over. He had a 460 Magnum, and I was shooting a 375. You know I wasn't shooting a small rifle. 375 Weatherby is is a big cartridge, but the 460 has got a five ton impact, and he hit it in its ass. Now his shot made it stop and realize it's dead. My shot killed it. His shot wouldn't have killed it, but it was his shot that made it like realize, oh, I'm dead. Why? Because of the bum, because of the hit. So, no, a 338 is not overkill. A 338, in a worse situation for a sniper that's moving around and, and hunting things, is, is just right. And if I was a bigger guy, I'd go for a 50. Greeny Houdini says, I have a little 25. I call her a hooker gun. It's hard to find ammo for it, though. <laughs> I love those. You see, you get me. You get me, Greeny Houdini. It's those, uh, those noir films where, you know, they like sexy hooker pulls it out from her garter belt or something and just bang, shoots the bad dude, the pimp or whatever, the, the, the bad guy right in the eyeball. You know, <laughs> those are the kind of, I need to write that. Actually, I I am in the process of like trying to get into the, the, the I've got a couple of books to finish, but um, yeah, I've got the science fiction one. I need to finish that. It's been years. I need to finish that trilogy, <laughs> but 
but I've got all these other ideas in my head. I just want to get out these little books. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. I love those little hooker guns. If you have a bolt action, then sure, pick your favorite caliber. But 308 allows semi-auto shorter weapons. Eh, we're talking sniper weapon here, man. You're wrong. I did specify sniper weapon. And what you're talking about is a 7.62. So yeah, sure, 7.62 if it's a medium range weapon as far as I'm concerned. <clears throat> if you're a sniper rifle, 338. And I, yeah. Green Udini says it's irresponsible gun owners that fuck it up for everyone. Yep, absolutely. But again, most people are idiots. Greeny, schools in the US are the worst. Here in Arizona, we're at the bottom of the cesspool. <laughs> That's why you should homeschool. And man, Hugo continues, my sister is the school admin here, and the system is set up to fail. Yeah, it's intentional, it's not a mistake. I agree on imperial units, they are more natural. Imperial is of God, metric is of science. There you go, I suppose. And Greeny says, yep, who would rather teach my child what I see fit. Yep, indeed. And I've caught up with the chat. Good. Only 20 of you, you heathens that don't like guns. You're probably all English. Um, but yeah. And uh, I don't know who's still on stream here. But yes, if you have any more questions or comments or whatever, let me know. I've been talking about guns for over an hour. God, time flies when you're having fun. Otherwise, I might call it a night. Okay, let's just finish off on, let's say you were limited to three handguns and three long guns, three rifles, let's say rifles, not shotguns, whatever. Three handguns, three rifles, that's it. And you could be teleported in all sorts of situations. Those are the guns, you, you the only guns you can have forever and ever. What would you pick? I think I'd pick a 357 Magnum 6-inch Ruger, maybe a silenced 22, and like, oh, it's a tough one. It's part of me, the little Russian-African in me wants to get a gold-plated 50 caliber Desert Eagle just because. Because, I mean, if you've got a 6-inch 357 and a Silence 22, the third one is just for fun, really. I suppose, you know, the rational thing would be to get a really high-capacity 40 SMW or 9mm of some kind. But, we're saying blue sky here. I would go for the... Uh, original 9mm Mauser with the uh, selector switch that would go fully auto, three shots, it's a handgun, it's a World War II handgun, I'd love to have one of those. Yes, I think I'd go for that one, 6-inch three, 357 Ruger and uh, some nice 2-2 that you can put a silencer on, that would be my three handguns. What about yours? Go on, tell me yours, those of you that are still here. And for rifles, 
well, as I've already said, the 338 Lapua, I would probably want the 50 caliber. And then, yeah, and then a 300 Win Mag. Basically, three different sniper rifles, I guess. You know, short, medium, long. <laughs> Come on, tell me yours. I mean, I gotta admit, I do like the hooker gun, but I do believe that that, that a lady should have that. So I, I try to tell my wife to get one of them. Pearl handled, of course. It would have to be pearl handled, yeah. Go on, tell me your three and three. We can call it a night. None of you, men or women, enough to tell me your three handguns and your three rifles. Still, Mauser, Ruger, and a 2-2, yeah. I, I, I guess I'd give up on the like gold-plated 50 caliber Desert Eagle if I can get a Mauser, a proper Mauser. David Perkins says, I'm in America, so I have more guns. Than most Italians. Yes, that's probably true, David. But you're still an ignoramus if you think that a 308 is a sniper caliber now. No, no. no don't get me wrong. Gunny um, Hatchcock did very well with a 306, but imagine what that man could have done with a 338 or a 300 for that matter. I thought that you were British, David. I really was almost sure you were British. Okay, well, I can see you're all chickening out of telling me your three favorite handguns and your three favorite rifles. <laughs> Man, Hugo says Perkins, not more than this Italian. <laughs> Very good. And yeah, I doubt it. You know, in Italy, um, I can't remember now, but there's you can have an unlimited number of guns for hunting. <laughs> so, uh, you know, once you have a gun license, I think, I can't remember now, I think like a sporting license, you get three, three handguns, 12 long guns, but an, an unlimited number for hunting. And, and if you're a collector or if you have, um, I can't remember that there's another classification which basically means you can get as many guns as you want or something. So now oh, Greeny Udina says I saw a machete brawl between two guys in England. It was brutal. Oh yeah, I saw that. Ah white trash. You're gonna white trash, isn't it? Oh well. Very disappointed that none of you are giving me your three and three. But uh, so be it, I guess. Coward! <laughs> I'm not going to criticize, you know, this is just an aesthetic choice. And you can tell me. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong because you like your three handguns. I've said mine. They're not necessarily all very practical. I just the ones I like. No, nothing. 
Come on, I'll give you two more minutes. One hour twenty-five. You haven't given me three and three. I'll, I'll call it a night. Very disappointed with the chat for not telling me. There's twenty of you here. Surely one of you can tell me what guns and rifles you would pick. What are you all furiously googling because you don't know? Oh, sad. Yeah. Nothing. Well, you got one more minute. I really love my Golden Boy lever action rifle. It just feels right. Yeah, yeah, when you have that feeling, you've got to stick with it. I never even thought about a lever action rifle. I suppose that I suppose a lever action rifle could be quite quite a lot of fun. Um, never owned one. I'm trying to remember if I've shot one. I think I have, but I can't remember where or when. They're quite small. I, I seem to remember feeling that the, the lever action you know, Winchester or whatever is, is not a particularly big or heavy gun. So I could see I could see that would go well with the. A, a woman, for a woman, I think that would be probably a really good rifle, actually. Yeah, for fun. David Perkins, Silas 22, 9mm Heckler and Cock, something in 45. Yeah, Heckler and Cock, I've gone off them because I had a 40 Heckler and Cock and that thing misfired. The, um, the pin, I don't know, maybe it was just that gun or whatever, but it made me think, eh, Germans. Uh, sometimes the pin would just mark the, the, the ammo, but it wouldn't actually set it off. Um, not very often, but it only needs to happen once at a critical moment. And yeah, I wasn't impressed with Hecklen Cock. Something in 45. And he just says, I have three R15s, one AK762, one shotgun 12 gate. That's a good mix. Greeny says, I don't know, most are fun. Well, I, I, I get it, you know, I, I can forgive Greeny Houdini because she's a woman. It's like, what do you want to eat? I don't know, what do you want to eat? You know, I'll, I'll tell you, I'd say the, the 25 that you said, the Winchester, you know, the lever action rifle, maybe, uh, maybe a PPK, the James Bond pistol, and possibly some snubby 38. I don't know why I see you with a snubby 38 in the mean streets of the Bronx or something. Uh, lever action. Maybe a maybe a 30 or six for for a woman and uh, or or a you know seven six two of some kind. Uh, Oh, or or two two was it two seven? Oh, I forget. Is it two seven seven two seven five? I forget. They um, you know, smaller than a smaller than a three. Smaller than a three o caliber two two seven seven. I think it is, isn't it? That's also a pretty cool rifle. And the Ruger three hundred wing mag for the long distance jobs. Yeah. 300 Ruger 300 uh, precision rifle, Ruger 300 wind mag or precision rifle. I'm looking at those. Um, they look really good. I 
I hope they're as good as they say out of the box. David Perkins says, I guess 5.56 rifle is better, but I like the way AK shoots. No, I don't agree that 5.56 is better. 5.56 is a, is a round that's designed to wound rather than kill. And I prefer my enemies to be dead. So, I don't know. I've never... Sh Have I shot an AK? I've shot some fully automatic weapons, but I can't remember what. I don't think it was an AK. I don't know if I've ever shot an AK-47. I don't think I have. And the 16 says, Silenced FN-45, Glock 19, or Clone, Ruger Black Hawk, 44 Magnum, AR-15 in 5.56. Ah, Ruger Black Hawk in 44 Magnum. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily agree with all your choices, but especially the Glock, but... You've redeemed yourself with a black hawk in 44 mag. Willie Ram, if you could travel back in time, what gear would you take to outfit Bohemond and his people? Oh, you mean with modern weapons? Huh. Uh. I would probably give them 303s, good, three, you know, like brand new 303 rifles. But um, yeah, that would be enough to like fucking wipe out the Muslims at a long distance. And I kind of quite like, you know, I think it would be a bit unfair to, um, you know, like I said, I'm a hunter, I'm into fairness. To give Bohemond and all those guys like, you know, fully altered machine pistolen would just be a bit too, you know, it's not even fun anymore. But with three or three rifles, I reckon, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> uh, man, you just says 556 five, goes right through, 762 will rip you apart. Not really. Yeah, it does go right through because it's a very fast bullet. But a 5.56, if you're shooting a Coke can, the entry hole already has like speckles. The exit is just like blasted out. And on a body, that, that is a wounding shot. It's a big, large, bleeding wound. But it's not a, you know, it doesn't kill you as much, let's say. Another 16 Savage. 110 in 300 wind mag and blue sky and Ansio ironworks in 20 mil. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't think, I mean, I know what 20 mil is, it's big, but I don't know what an Ansio ironworks is. And David says, I am white Anglo American, but it's funny, I've been called British for the past few months. Well, Anglo-American, you know, if you knew any history, you'd know that you're probably the product of some filthy protestants that were trying to get away from truth beauty and honor um, went over the sea with some calvinistic ideas but you know there's still some anglo in you and you should treasure it <laughs> farmer grady cz 75 in nine no silas 22 eight shots smith and wesson 357 man yes farmer Grady is a man after my own heart. I I have toyed with the seven shot Ruger in um, in three five seven, but it only comes in stainless steel and I'm partial to blued. So 
think I'd go for the six shot. Although I, I really like the idea of having a seventh shot, but there you go. Dancers is Alaska gun expert and tell you later. <laughs> no, dancers with logos. I'm, I'm afraid that all your guns would, would be like those Lady of the Night guns. I just see you using those. I have a delay, damn it. 1873 Winchester lever action is my dream rifle, that says Man Hugo. If the 20 mm is two blue sky, a Marlin 1895 lever and 45-70. Okay. Yeah, not my thing, but I, I we're talking blue sky, so yeah, that's uh, I can see that. David Perkins says the French army just re-equipped the marksman with the Scar H with an 8x scope. Snipers still have the 50. Okay, I never get that like eight times scope. It's it's almost like you know what the fuck. Either proper put a decent scope on it, or it's not really sort of worth it. At, at least at twelve times, you know, or like a variable one or something. Greeny Houdini says, "I thought about making a few shooting videos for my channel, but YouTube is so touchy these days." No, nah, there's a, a women shooting is fine. There's there's a woman. I don't know how you know, like how ran you get random um, suggestions on YouTube, and I can't remember some some pretty girl shooting a, a twenty-two at like I don't know three hundred yards, trying to hit an egg, and she eventually gets it. But she also shoot, shows you all her misses. Can't remember her name. Some some pretty young girl shooting shooting guns, and she's got like millions of views. You know, if I was a hot-looking woman, that's what I'd do. I'd, and in the States, uh, I do videos of, you know, shooting guns. That's that's all I'd, um, I'd, I'd go for that. Uh, who are these Americans telegraphing their inventory? <laughs> no, we're blue sky here. We're just saying what you would get. Farmer Grady. WWSD AR-15 Savage 110L 306 Ruger 1022. Okay, smaller calibers than I. I just assume Farmer Grady Huger is a huge, six foot four giant farmer, but maybe not. I don't know. Movie targets are more fun. <laughs> yeah, L16 says, Dancers, this is a wish list. We don't have characters for an inventory. The Ruger Precision Rifle is great out of the box. Excellent. Good to know. I can vouch. And they manufacture them an hour and a half north of where I live. Awesome. Well, we, we might become gun brothers in the not-too-distant future then. I don't know. I'm uh, still looking around at what's, what's what. There's a couple of American companies that make 357 caliber lever actions. Yes, I and 44, I think. The long barrels make them quite like a 22 long. Well, I think I'd rather be hit by a 22 long than a 357. <laughs> Thanks. The Glock and AR are American specific pragmatic. There's ammo parts and magazines everywhere here. Yeah, I, I know that, but I still don't like them. 
And David says, yeah, but Glocks are gay. Exactly. You know, why, why would you carry a Glock? It would just make you into a homosexual. You know, I mean, Milo has become straight because in Paris, you know, he gave me a side hug. So a couple of pheromones from my body obviously entered his nostrils and lo and behold, six, seven years later, he's straight. It's the same. You carry a Glock on you, before you know it, you're going to find other men attractive. It's just sad. Uh, Wooly says, speaking of proties, since their brain serves little purpose, where do you aim? <laughs> it's base of the skull, you know. <laughs> the... No, but honestly, like, um, you know, in sniper training or, or uh, hostage training or like, you know, we, I, I did close protection services for years. So the idea there is you might have to shoot somebody in close vicinity of other people where you have to quickly figure out where the backstop is, where they might have a hostage. And uh, it's the brainstem. You know, the brainstem is that little part of your back of your head about, uh, you know, from the front, it's here. You'd have to shoot somebody just under the nose to hit the brainstem. That's what we train to do. So, um, yeah. <laughs> David Perkins says, that's a cop donut eater gun. Super gay. Agreed of Glock's being gay and for gays. <laughs> Green Udini says, I've always wanted to shoot a machine gun, the kind that's mounted on tanks and such. I think you can in the States. I'm not sure. That guy who eventually lost all of his guns because of some fucking weed, who may or may not have shot his business partner that was doing, um, oh, what's it called? The guy who was doing the, the, the fake Russian, man. Um, Kyle. Kyle is his name. And he was doing the, the fake Russian Dmitry Popatov, Popatov or something. Uh, PFC uh, Russia, I think it was called. And he still has a channel which is called uh, Painkiller already, uh, PKA. Uh, he does a stream with his like two buddies, Woody and what's the other guy's name? I forget, bearded guy. But um, he's done videos where they're shooting like uh, anti-tank guns and all sorts of shit. I mean, that guy had connections, but I think there's places in the States where you can, you can do that. You can shoot machine guns that are like full-blown 50 cals or from a tank or something. I'm sure they've got days out where you can do that in the States. I think they have that in some East Bloc countries in Europe, which reminds me. <laughs> Maybe I should try and look for one. But okay, I've been going on an hour and a half. Um, yeah, it was fun to do just a, a, a different one, just a gun stream just for the, the fun of it. The enthusiasm, the gun enthusiasts. What messages am I getting here? <laughs> oh, very. It's tricky, see, I'm from the 420 community and make medicine in the system doesn't want farms and their business going together they want me to sacrifice my rights to be in the cannabis business 
What? You're from the 420 community. I don't know what that means. Oh, I think that means that you make medicinal marijuana. Fine, but I'm sure you can go for a day out where you can get to shoot that stuff. David Perkins, is it true in Europe there's tons of illegal AKs from the East Bloc countries? I'm sure there is. Um, I mean, I, you know, look, England has banned handguns. And there's handguns all over the fucking place. Illegal, of course. Um, you know, there's people getting shot on a pretty regular basis in England. Uh, and they're absolutely banned. You, you can't buy a, gun in a, a handgun in a shop in the UK at all. Plus, it's an island. And you still get handguns there. You know, Europe, the East Bloc of Europe has fucking had everything floating around for decades. So I'm sure if somebody is really, you know, wants to find an illegal gun, there's probably a way to do it. I mean, I, I wouldn't know. I don't, I don't have those needs, but um, I'm sure there is. I have a Glock. She's always the one I never grab. <laughs> it's okay for girls to have clocks. You know, girls can have clocks because all women are bisexual anyway, so it's fine. But okay, I think I'm gonna call it a night. It was uh, it was good fun, and uh, good of you guys to join me and girls. And yeah, I don't know what the next one will be about. This was a uh, oh, I'm getting tired, which means it's time for me to say good night. I need my sleep. And uh, yes, I, I, I will admit, I do envy the Americans their guns. I, you've got that going for you, Yankees, but we got everything else, so it kind of evens out. Anyway, good night all, and thank you very much.